This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. It's time to move to our uh, our lightning round, which is uh, presented by Data.World, the world's only truly cloud-native data catalog. I'm going to kick it off here. First question. Should companies be hiring more information architects? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully everything we talked about is... Uh, enough of uh, you know the reason there it brought enough clarity to resounding yes. Your business case is to take the transcription of this podcast and forward it to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you go. All right, next it. question. He gets it. <laughs> you know. um, so you talked about this three-tier or three-layer governance model. Um, it, it, does that only apply to a certain size of company, like medium and large companies? I, you know, that's a good question. Um, I think that's where it could make the most impact because if you're talking about 10, 20, 30 people, it's a lot easier, right? You don't need to even be that formal. Usually a person wears a lot of different hats. But yeah, a medium, a large size companies, I would say yes. Yes. All right. Next question. Are you optimistic that the data mesh conversation will result in better governance? I'm hoping it gets, it highlights it, but hopefully, um, let's, let's hope it does. Let's hope the conversation brings more understanding and clarity to, um, you know, best practices around how we're implementing data governance. It's not a guarantee, but it is an opportunity. It's not a, very well said. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Fourth lightning round question. Is governance something that we'll solve for, or is it always going to be a journey? I think it's always going to be a journey because a lot of it has to do with people, people habits, how we've been doing it, right? Um, no matter what we implement, you have the human factor in there. I think it's always going to be a journey because it takes a lot of time to, to get to that consistent understanding and new people come, people come and go from organizations. There's a whole lot of data. There's a whole lot of data problems and issues across organizations. It's definitely an ongoing journey. Great answer. All right. Well, it's a journey. That's for sure. All right. TTT, Tim, take it away with our takeaways. Oh my goodness, Dora. You, you gave us so much interesting conversation and insights today. Um, obviously, one of the key things that we talked about was data mesh and how that matters from a governance standpoint, how you govern the data mesh. Um, and one of the things that you mentioned about the data mesh is that in addition to those being uh, there being a lot of governance undercurrent in those four key pillars, right? Decentralized ownership, data as mm -hmm. product, infrastructure as platform, and then federated data governance, um, that actually these things are things we've seen before, right? Decentralized ownership, this, this idea of, you know, being able to leverage the different parts of the organization, that's a concept that's been around for a while. Um, you know, thinking about data as a product, whether we phrased it that way or not, you know, it reminds us of things like the semantic layer and around really taking a, an accountability approach to data. Um, you know, infrastructure, even though technology has changed, ultimately, we do want to get it in the hands of the right people, right? Whether it's mm -hmm. old generation BI or it's the new next generation augmented analytics tools. Um, so it's 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 interesting to really think that like, hey, data data mesh is not this like magic new 
AI thing that nobody's ever imagined before. No, like we're taking good ideas, good principles and remixing them together in a way that's really smart. Right. So I I love that we're having that conversation and that you're kind of talking about that. Um, And then the second thing that I thought was a really great takeaway was around governance, right? That governance is really around engaging with the right stakeholders. It's around facilitation. It's not just about dictating and saying, hey, you have to do X, Y, and Z. It's more about an operating model of how different parts of the organization are working together to accomplish the right effective things around data that balance both the short term and the long term. So really great advice there and and lots of uh, great specifics to support that. Thank you. I got I got two two main things. One is you you made this distinction of data architecture versus information architecture, right? Data architecture focusing on the bits, but the information architecture you're looking at the context and how am I using this? How is it going to be used out of scope? And 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 I think this is a distinction that we need to start thinking about. Uh, I call this the data first towards a knowledge first uh, mm-hmm. uh, kind of paradigm shift. So I'm really glad that we're using different words, but we're, but at the end of the day, it's, 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 we're heading towards the same th- the same thought, right? So um, so that's number one. And second, it's what I always call this balance between efficiency and resilience. And I, and your analogy is: Am I building a ranch or a three story home? Right. If I'm going to build a three story home, I need to understand the foundation. If you're going to if you know you're going to build a ranch, then it's a different foundation than it's a really third story home. Right. Uh, home. Because if you finish your first story and then you're like, wait, I got to build now a second one and a third one. Well, then things are going to crumble or not. Right. So the issue is that today we focus so much on building and we don't sit down and we don't think about it. And and the excuse is, well, this is going to slow us down. But then you're going to do something fast. You're going to be efficient, but then you're not going to be resilient. You're going to end up doing all these workarounds. And and I like how you said we have to we have to communication is key. We got to talk about the what and the why and what's in it for you. And I think this is yeah. part of being of that communication and governance as being a stake as as being a facilitator and being able to understand those have those properties of the people who do that of how to, how to facilitate, how to drive conversations, how to ask the right questions, how to resolve conflicts. And I like to I like to call this the you want to have intellectual friction. Mm-hmm. That people go kind of figure that mm-hmm. out, kind of let them, let them have that energy, but I need to figure out how to go facilitate that and, and, and document that and, and, and not just have people go fight, quote unquote, fight in room, but actually let's go take this to the next level, make sure that we're all going to win with this intellectual friction that's occurring right here. So, uh, so much uh, awesome takeaways here. And I want to throw it back to you now, Dora. Two questions. Okay. One, what's your advice? And second, about data about governance about life whatever and second who should we invite next okay what's my advice um i think my biggest advice we've already touched about it. i don't think that technology is the answer to it all it starts with people in my mind then you know process and data and technology my other big piece of advice is don't forget to put that not only on business context but on business context and to end Don't only think about what you're doing right now. Think about the impact of what you build two, three steps down the process flow. Because we constantly forget this. We have the tendency to forget this. Uh, Who should you invite next? I I would suggest invite over um, Anthony Altman. He's actually written the the book on data leadership. Um, And I think he can help highlight and reinforce some of these and some other ideas as well. 
because I think, like you said, Juan, we need to, and Tim, right, we need to, I think, just drive a little bit more of that understanding that it's not about just go and build, but think about these things and how important the communication, the leadership, because a lot of these things that we're talking about with communication, facilitation, connecting the dots, helping people, how you go about that, having the right people in the right roles, all of that is around leadership. And you can apply it to data, you can apply it to just writing, you know, building a not data product, anything you can apply it to managing your business and think all of that, it's really foundational aspects of leadership. And here all the book on data leadership. So Anthony Algman. I, that's a great suggestion. I, you know, I don't think Juan that we've directly talked about data leadership on this role. Obviously, we've talked or on this podcast, we've talked about the importance of getting leadership buy-in and things like that. But that could be a really, really interesting topic. Yep. Thanks for that suggestion. And and uh, I I I've, I've followed uh, Anthony Algman. I know he has his own podcast, so probably we need, to switch. We, we need to go trade places here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, if you're listening to us, or we'll make sure you hear this. Uh, You'll get an email from us soon. We want you on our podcast. So, Dora, thank you so much. So many uh, brilliant takeaways here. And I really look forward to meeting you finally in person at Enterprise Data World San Diego. I think that is, uh, what is it? I think it's March. 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 Third week of March. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, oh, next week, we're actually keeping this conversation going with uh, data governance with Laura Madsen, who's she's the author of this disrupting data governance okay. so we're going to keep this uh conversation going dora thank you so much and thank you to data.world for supporting catalog and cocktails we appreciate have the rest a great rest of your day i appreciate you guys thank you so much for having me on a lot of fun today cheers to you thank you cheers, cheers dora <laughs>